Welcome to the Average Joe Theology Show. My name is Levi Sanders. My name is Hunter Harrison. And that's it. That's Because Chase deserted us. He, he quit. He went to the beach. <laughs> like a loser. Yep. So yeah, he didn't quit. But Yeah, he didn't really quit. But he won't be here for this episode. Or uh, actually probably the last episode you listen to. Because the bonus will come out on Friday. This will come out on Monday. Ah, yeah, you're right. So He's he probably having though. a pretty good time though. He ain't here though. Probably having a better time than we are. No. Wrong. No, you don't think so? No. Hmm. I don't know. The beach is uh the beach is pretty nice. But he doesn't get to talk about Genesis. <laughs> that is true. That is true. This is somewhat of a throwback episode. Yes. Because it's just me and you. We're talking about Genesis. <laughs> yes, dude. <laughs> Levi is so proud of his air horn that he yes. got figured out and put in the soundboard. A few minutes ago. Yeah, not even a few. It was like maybe 45 seconds ago. Well, I just used it. <laughs> right before we started this intro song, he just added it. So Since Chase isn't here, we've got a special guest with us. His microphone's on, but he's he's hanging out with us. Yep, he's chilling. He he might weigh in some on the... Uh, Hunter's brother, Jaden. The bonus episode. Yeah, if you're listening to this on Monday, then you might have heard him on Friday. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, still, in the, he's still in the room with us, so yeah. he's hanging out. Just hanging out. Hanging out. Well, um, how you been, Hunter? Uh, How's pretty, this week been? Pretty good, dude. Pretty good. Not doing not doing a whole lot right now. Trying to trying to figure out my life. Um, but it's been good, man. The time I'm not gonna lie. The time off I've enjoyed it because you know, the academy was you know all gas no breaks. Right. So being able to take a little bit of time to myself and hit the gym a lot and come out here be back involved with. Uh, you know, Wednesday yes. nights. It's, it's been it's been a good time. We it's missed a, you. It's been a good time, dude. I cannot tell you how much I miss being here. I hated I hated not coming, dude. Like I said, Sundays Sundays is one thing. You know, I enjoy teaching youth, and obviously Sunday, you know, worship and all that good stuff. But Wednesdays, man, it's just it's not the same. Yeah, not the same. So yeah, it's good, it's good to be back. Heck yeah. And I'm back here doing this too. Exactly. This pulled me away yeah, from you. from youth on Wednesdays and recording the podcast. Not only are you back, but we fired Chase. <laughs> right. So it's just me and you. Back and better like the, than ever. Like the good old days. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Heck we lo- yeah, we love you, Chase. Yeah, we love you, buddy. We miss you. Yeah. Next time you go to the beach, you better take us with you. Yeah, me. for real. Like, what's that about? We could have done an average Joe from the beach, bro. For real. We could have, like... We could have done a whole setup. You know, we could have called him in on our fancy new board. Honestly, but he couldn't we could. even take an hour to talk to <laughs> wow. us. Wow. Wow. He's probably eating that. seafood, cracking crab legs right now. Prob- that sounds pretty good. Yeah, Honestly, does. what we should have done is we should have gone with him and then set up like a remote studio out yeah. on the beach you know what and we should recorded do? We, an episode. We should just shut this thing down and drive there right now. I'm Go down. get some crab Where's legs. He, what beach is he at? <sighs> probably down in Florida. Oh. I don't really want to drive to Florida. Oh, I was gonna say if he's especially in South since Carolina, I got a job to South Carolina I tomorrow. Say, I was gonna say if he's in South Carolina, we could just wait, do it tomorrow, and then we could drive out there because you're headed that way anyways to go get John Calvin's <laughs> full commentary set. Yeah, so go do that, and then boom, we're at the beach. We'll just make a whole trip out of it. Yeah, but the commentaries are only like three hours away, right over the mountain, barely into South Carolina. Oh, the beach is like six hours. That away. is true, but I mean, what's what's three more hours though? Yeah, but then I still have to be back at work on Friday. Oh, well. Like, I'm driving three hours, grab the commentary, <laughs> drive three hours back. Gosh. What this man would do for John Calvin's commentaries. Dude. He's willing to drive six hours. That's a six hours. wanting for a long time. I mean, that's pretty legit. I mean, 
John Calvin time. is legendary, and uh, I mean a full commentary set. That's I mean that's a pretty good deal. You yeah. might, you got to you got to do it. Got to do it. And I mean you'll be using that. Bought, you'll use that till the day you die. Yesterday, I actually purchased some books from this person out in Knoxville. I was like on Facebook Marketplace. I, I deleted Facebook for the longest time. Didn't have social media. Okay, this is a sketchy story I got to tell us. <laughs> so I deactivated my account like gone, gone. Mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't log out. I was like, I don't want Facebook anymore. It's just stupid. So right. I went into deactivate account, and it prompted me like a couple times, like this is non-reversible. Then I tried to go in and make a ghost account yesterday. I uh, My account's been deleted for like three or four months, something like that. I tried to make a ghost account with just my name. Like I wasn't going to do a profile picture. wasn't going to friend anybody right. just to work the church page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, put in my name, press create new account, put in my name, my birthday, and then boom, it just logged me back into my account that supposedly was deleted. So Facebook never deletes your account. Dude. Like same friends, same groups. I didn't have to start over you anything. Didn't, you didn't have to put in a password or nope. anything? Nope. Did you create a new password? Yes. That is freaky. Yes, dude. Facebook is sketch. Well, I mean, we already knew that, but yes. now we have... Oh, Verif- some, okay, yeah, there's a reason it, There's evidence. a reason that when I was in the app store to re-download the app, they only have a two-star rating. Yeah. Facebook. <laughs> because they are sketch, dude. Yes. Okay, wait. What was I saying? Wild. I got back on Facebook. I'm, I'm scrolling on there. I sold one of my guns. Mm-hmm. Didn't need it anymore. De- didn't use it. And yeah. then I traded a guitar amp for it in the first place. So then I'm like, okay, I'm going to sell this gun and go buy some books. There you go. Okay. Really, I just wanted John Calvin's commentaries. I didn't right. even think... The last time I looked at them, I couldn't find them for cheaper than like a thousand nine hundred dollars, something like that. So I was like, you know, this keep gonna, in mind this is how many books? Twenty two. Okay, so this is a lot of this is a lot of literature, right? So and and they've been out of print, like they don't print them. Oh, since like I didn't the nineties. Oh wow. Well, they printed a set in like two thousand six or two thousand nine, but they weren't like these nice. Right, you couldn't just walk ones. into Books a Million or something. Right, and go you find can't. These. You can't right. even find them on the right. internet. You find a bookstore, you have to buy them used. Right, you got to dig. So um. So I was looking, you know, before. So I, so I sold this, and I was like, okay, I'm going to spend all my money on Calvin's commentaries or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I started looking on Facebook Marketplace. And have you ever heard of the the series called Great Books of the West, the Great Books of the Western World? Mm, that sounds familiar. Well, I bought the whole series from this woman on Facebook, uh, on Facebook, like hundred fifty dollars. Oh, but it's fifty eight volumes. Holy! If you stack them up like spine to spine, it's six feet long. Holy crap. For how much? $150. That's not bad. What no. kind of what's what's in these books? It's the great books of western culture. So like it, all the anything. way from Aristotle to like two books on of Plato, two books of Shakespeare, like two books oh, of wow. Thomas Aquinas, a whole book of St Augustine. Like you go on to at the end it has a whole book of all the works of um Karl Marx. Mm. It has all wow. of the Federalist Papers. Like it's like all the great books of Western culture. That is cool. So it's and they all that match. It's really cool. Awesome. <laughs> Dang, that's a steal. That's a yeah. steal for 150 yeah. bucks. That's a lot of freaking so stuff. Gary Gary was joking yesterday that we're gonna have to put an expansion on the church just to hold my books. Uh yeah, <laughs> yes. They're gonna have to. They're gonna have to. The L and A is gonna have to be your office, <laughs> which is a huge space. But I think it's funny because Gary still has more books than me. He has a. He has a lot of books. He has a lot. He's got books over here, and he's got books over at his house. Yeah. He's so got, yeah. that. Yeah, he he likes to make fun of you, but 
He's in the same boat. <laughs> so same profession. Same yeah. You gotta that's have the same tools. That's homie. how it goes. Isn't there like a saying you judge you judge a pastor by how big his library is? <laughs> I don't know. I've never well, heard that. Well, if there's not, I just, be. <laughs> I just made it up. It's mine. I, yeah. I I'm taking I that. I just like the old Erasmus quote. <laughs> when I get a little money, I buy uh, books. <laughs> if I have any left over, I buy food plus. <laughs> That is you in a nutshell. Okay, well, now that we have spent nine whole minutes rambling. Yep, you're welcome. About nonsense. We've let you into our lives a little bit. Yes. Then uh, we're going to dive into Genesis. Oh, so um, today we're we're covering chapters 29, starting in verse 30 through verse 30. Now, if you remember and you've been following the Genesis series, which I hope you have, um, then... Unless you're Kelsey. <laughs> hey, Kelsey's been catching <laughs> up, dude. I know, I know. I kid, I kid. Okay, so <laughs> if you've been following the Genesis series, um, recently we talked about Jacob and Esau, Isaac's sons. Um, we saw Jacob steal the birthright from e- Esau, um, or actually Esau sell his birthright. Then we saw Jacob steal the promise or the blessing, and then Esau was mad, so his mother sent him away to her brother Laban, so mm-hmm, his mm-hmm. uncle Laban, um, to uncle escape Laban. Esau's anger. Um, he then worked for Laban for seven years to get um, Rachel, Rachel's hand in marriage. However, he got played. He got Congratulations, played. Congratulations, you played yourself. Yeah. Dude, we got to get one of those on the on the board. Yes. DJ Khaled. Congratulations, you played, played yourself. yourself. Another okay. one. Another one. Okay, so he, uh, he, he, do, he works for seven years for Laban to get Rachel's hand in marriage. Then he gets played. And Laban gives him Leah's hand in marriage, Rachel's mm-hmm, older sister, mm-hmm, his mm-hmm. oldest daughter. Um, so then he goes to uh, Laban the next morning after the wedding because it was dark when he first saw her and she had a veil on and such. And so, you know, there's that. Then um, he says, you know, you played me. You What's played going me, on? Bro, what? And so he says, well, if you agree to work for another seven years, then after this week you can also have Rachel as a wife. So he marries Leah and Rachel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But he loved Rachel. Mm-hmm, and that's kind of mm-hmm. where we pick up today. So um, today we're covering verse or chapters 29, starting in verse 30, and then also the whole chapter 30. So we're going to give you just a second to read that. Read it up. Um, and then we will get into it. So read it in three, two, one. Oh, yeah. So good. So good. <laughs> so hype, dude. Woo! I hope you read it. I hope the air horn didn't interrupt your time with the Lord. <laughs> Hopefully they hit pause right there, and then yeah. and then when they come back, that's how it's supposed to work. You hit pause, you read it, you come back, and then you get hyped with the air horn. Yeah, because there's no way you really read it that fast. No. You lying. No. Why this you is, always lying? This is a meaty chapter. 30 okay, years, so here we go. Let's pick go. it up. Let's do it. What's going on, Hunter? Dude, okay, verse 30. So I didn't know we were starting at verse 30. Or well, oh, so I did. did. You just do chapter thirty. Well, no. Listen. So I I started in thirty one. So verse thirty says. So Jacob. Oh yeah, we did start in verse thirty one. We covered thirty last time. I don't know what Chase is talking about. Okay. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I Chase. Thought he was wrong. He, he was mm. probably sitting on the beach. He didn't even look. It, no, he just made that up. Dude. He just pulled that <laughs> out of his butt. Gosh, it's easy for him to say. He does He's not here having to deal with it. So whatever. So you got. You got verse, we're starting in verse 31. The subheading here is Jacob's children. Um, Verse 31 starts off, When the Lord saw that Leah was hated, he opened her womb, but Rachel was barren. Pause. God opened her womb. I know, that's why I read it, because I knew that was going to be a point that you wanted to make. 
God and, opened her womb. Listen here, Linda. Okay, <laughs> it's not what they tell you in in uh, school. Okay, it's not like you just have sex one time and you just have pregnant. You're, you have pregnant. You get pregnant. Okay, you what happens pregnant. is God opens your womb. Right. Every time we see Every it. time. God's providence. If you it's get pregnant, it's because God intentionally opened your womb in his providence. Correct. Thank him. Give praise to him. Correct. And we see that again later on. Um, all throughout the whole Old Testament, it's like yeah. this. I mean, we see it later on. God in, in opened her 30, womb. But all of Genesis, God opened her womb. Exactly. God opened Sarah's womb. Exactly. And, what and we then see- nowadays in the world, we're just like, I can't get pregnant. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Let me go to the doctor and ask him. Let me mm-hmm. go get some medicine. Let me go get some well, treatments. Well, you know, I mean. I'm like, I'm not saying medicine and treatments aren't bad, but like, sure. let's start at the actual first cause. Like, have sure. you prayed about this? Sure. Well, have the you difference- considered that God opens the womb? Yeah. Well, the difference is, I mean, we obviously we live in a pretty secular society. A lot of people without that knowledge of, of the gospel and so on. So naturally, they're going to lean towards man. So right. medicine and, yeah, and treatments and whatnot. Not to say, again, but, not to say yeah. that those don't have a place, because that may be how God chooses to work through whatever situation. But, right, our first our first thought should be, have we prayed about this? And, you know, examine it in a way that, well, perhaps now is not the time for us to have children, or perhaps that's not yeah. and God's I'm not calling saying, on our life, or and, so on and yeah. so forth. It could be anything. And I'm not saying it's always easy either to just rest in God's providence and oh, say, yeah, listen, no. you got this. <laughs> Absolutely not. It's not. If, Sometimes yeah. it's hard. I mean, you've experienced yeah, this firsthand. It, yeah. It's right? not It's not easy. So um, so it's not always easy, but but I think it's, it's worth being said. That's something we should do, especially as Christians, mm-hmm. when we struggle in that arena. Um, sure. of, of child rearing and, and child bearing and so on and so forth. We need to think about it in the terms of providence and, and prayer and, mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. And really just all things in life. Yeah. Cause exactly. in this, in this area, that's something that, you know, you could speak on, but I, in terms of child rearing, I right. have absolutely zero knowledge as I'm unmarried and alone. <laughs> so, but you, on the other hand, you can, you could have a lot to say about that. So, just take what I basically what I'm trying to say is take what I have to say about it with a grain of salt because I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so in verse 31, though, a note that I pulled out of the commentary I was using, um, it displays God's gracious love for Leah because she she's in a, she's the innocent party in this whole mess that yeah we have going on here. Um, and another interesting point that I thought it made was that. It says that God can bring comfort and blessing to a wife and meet her needs even when the husband acts in an ungodly manner. Which I found to be an interesting I don't note. know. That's an interesting comment. Yeah, I wanted what I wanted to add it. Uh enduring word. It was on that? I can't remember. Enduringword.com or something like that? I think that's yeah. That sounds sketch. It was I I, I don't I don't know. Anything it was about the first it, thing so that popped up. Like yeah. Trashing and, on it. And it But here's the thing. The the husband, I don't know. I mean, I guess you can because it's still a husband and wife scenario, and he's not right. He's loving. Not, he's not protecting. He's not. He's not um, leading the, his wife as Christ would lead the church. However, right. here's the thing: this whole entire scenario that we're going to read about in the next chapter and a half, mm-hmm. like with Jacob and Leah mm-hmm. and Rachel, is a distortion right. of God's created order. Right, the whole entire thing. 
mm-hmm. fact that he has two wives in the first place right is a distortion right this is a whole life. yeah this like, thing this whole, is whole a thing this whole up. entire um like everything we're going to talk about in this episode is a domestic disaster correct like people talk about it's hard having like a stepmom and step stepdad you know whatever mm-hmm. um when parents get divorced and, and rightly so but like imagine having them all at the same time like you got like mm-hmm. four moms that's yeah and two of them are slaves oh. like it's just a domestic disaster <laughs> so um there's that wild so but i mean i guess you could still say he's not being a good husband because he's not leading leah like he is right. rachel right yeah it's not it's not the ideal marriage relationship but I think that's worth saying, too, because means. like um, here in this chapter, we see Jacob have children with four different women, mm-hmm. right? The four different wives. You have Rachel, you have Leah, and then you have um, the two the two um, servants, right. Zilpah and uh, Bilhah, which mm-hmm. are also become his wives, mm-hmm. right? So a common question that's thrown up when we discuss these kind of things is why does God allow polygamy? In the Old Testament. Mm. Or why is there polygamy in the Old Testament? We see in Genesis the created order of one man and one woman. Correct. It, well, it's all distortion. Right. It's all it's a result, right. a direct result of the fall. Exactly. You look to Genesis 1, you see God create man, you see God create woman. You see God, God create the man as the leader. You see God create the woman as the helper. Um, just to sum that up, obviously there's tons of discussion we could do on just those two topics. But mm-hmm. um, then you see God institute marriage what god creates let no other man redefine right but then what happens the fall and at the end of the day the fall is i mean it's a lot of things sin idolatry evil Mm -hmm. Um, but one thing it most certainly is is a failed marriage right so like adam didn't lead his wife adam did not protect his wife Mm -hmm. he let her sin he He failed as his he failed at his role as the husband so it was his fault at the end of the day Mm -hmm. and so then from there all the way to Ephesians 5, distortions all the way to today, distortions right. of God's cre- created order in Genesis 1. Right, and it's it's funny to me that people, you know, will say stuff like that. It's like, well, why is that, why is that in the Bible? Does that mean we're supposed to be doing it? It's like, no, it's it, – what we have here is commentary on people. Right. Sinners. Right, exactly. So uh, not everything these folks are doing is going to be righteous. That now there are a few chapters in here where we get to that when it talks about Jesus, the only sinless person ever. Right. But outside of that, we're dealing with sinners. We're dealing with humans. So you're going to run into stuff like that. And you have to keep in mind that that's exactly what it is, a result of the fall and distortions of God's perfect creation. Because you, you see the roadmap. You see how it's supposed to be. And then obviously, again, we're dealing with humans, so... It's going to be distorted, right? Plain and simple, right? So, yeah, that's why that stuff's in there. It'd okay. be the same way as if the Bible was written today about us, right? Exactly. I mean, exactly. It'd be the same stories. Yeah. <laughs> Just so, turn on the news. I mean, it's the same stuff, folks. Right. Sin, bro. Right. Exactly. So, so we see there, starting in verse thirty-one and going on, um, that God opens Leah's womb first. Yep. And and he blesses her with four sons, four yep. of them: Reuben, Reuben, Simeon, Simeon, Levi, Ooh. and uh, Judah. Judah. There you go. Okay, and that so rounds four out. Four sons 29. are are given to Leah uh, through God's providence. Um, then Rachel envies Leah. 
because mm-hmm. she has borne no children. Again, to Jacob, sin. What the envy? envy. Yeah. yeah, correct. Um, sin that she has not uh, that she envies Leah for that. Once again, um, then she turns to the wrong thing. I mean, we just talked about people who struggle to have children turning to the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Well, she does, right? She goes straight to Jacob and she demands for Jacob to give her children. Right. Um, where's, where's it at exactly? Um, uh, what, like in verse 1 where it says, Yeah, yeah, yeah. She said to Jacob, give me right, exactly. children or I verse shall die. Verse 1 of chapter 30, yeah. Give me children or I shall die. And Jacob's anger was kindled towards Rachel. Mm-hmm. And he said, am I in the place of God? who has withheld from you the fruit of the womb, right? So Jacob recognizes this is God's doing yep. to give you children. So why are you coming to me? Right, don't get mad at me. Yeah. Talk to God about that one. Yeah. I'm not it's in control all on here. here. God opens the womb. Exactly. Woman. Exactly. So don't come at me with that attitude. <laughs> right. So it's God that opens the womb. Jacob realizes that. He's like, listen, don't come at me. I don't, don't, go, don't get mad fault. at me. It is not my fault. Okay, um, but either way, he gets frustrated with her because she yep. she knows that it, you know, he knows that it's only God that can give children, not himself. Yep. Um, and Jacob then has two sons with Bilhah. So Ra- yep. Rachel her says, "Okay, well, solution. I can't have children." You know, she here's pulls a servant. pulls a Sarah and says, "Here's my <laughs> servant. Yeah. Have you know have have children with her?" Mm-hmm. And he does with Bilhah. Yep. Jacob has two sons, Dan and Naphtali, Naphtali, which is a cool name. What a name. Cool name. Then what happens? Something similar, right? But on the other side. Right. Leah. Let's see. What was my note here? Yeah. Yeah, you got. Leah does the same thing. Leah does the exact same thing. And a bunch bunch of kids are had through this section. So you got Zilpah, which is Leah's servant, Mm -hmm. who has Gad Gad. and Asher. Mm Mm-hmm. Then it gets kind of weird, right? So so um, Leah's son, Reuben, which was the firstborn, brings some mandrakes. Mandrakes. Mandrakes in. Those are in Harry Potter. Which, it's a fruit, isn't it? What is it? I, mm, I don't know. Google Let's go to it. The Google. Google it. I don't even know. I don't know. know. In Harry it Potter, sounds like there are these fruit. annoying little... It sounds like a fruit or it sounds like a mythical like dragon. Wizard creatures... They they pull out of the thing and they like screams horribly loud and if you don't have like ear protection you pass out. Mythical dragon. It's not that no. Mandrakes. Mandrakes. I'm pretty sure it, it sounds like a fruit. Pretty sure it's not the thing in Harry Potter. It is a. It's not <laughs> uh, a Mediterranean plant of the nightshade family with white or purple flowers and large yellow berries. Oh, so there's berries. Yeah. Or I guess the plant. I don't know. It has know. a fork, fleshy root, uh, was widely used root? in medicine and magic. There you go. Allegedly shrieking when pulled from the ground. Whoa. So. It is the thing from Harry Potter. So, maybe that's like of legend. It, it's not. No. Like a don't myth, don't myth, you know. Myth. Don't you know, Hunter, that you're not supposed to watch Harry Potter as a Christian because it's demonic witchcraft. You're right. Don't you know that? I am a dirty sinner. You're right. Come on, dude. Harry Potter. Blasphemy. <laughs> Come on, dude. That was perfect. <laughs> He's been dying to pull that one out. Have you used oh, yeah. that yet? I think I have, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm happy with my buttons. People are probably going to get annoyed. They're funny. They are funny. They're fun. Okay, so Leah, right Leah takes these mandrakes that Ruben brought in, mm-hmm. and uh, Rachel asks for th- some of them. 
Right. She's like, let me have some of your mandrakes. And Leah's like, okay, well, uh, here's mandrakes, the deal. Though. I'll give you some mandrakes for, for some, the ability to sleep with my some, very own husband. Okay, tell loving. me how that works. She literally basically um, pays for her, her conjugal rights as a wife. How? What with in the world? Harry Potter plants. Yeah, with screeching demon <laughs> mythical creatures. Like, what is going on here? That are also used for, for um, medicine. And magic, apparently. Yeah, apparently. So she trades these mandrakes for the ability um, to, to, I guess, have Jacob, her husband, for the wife, for, for the night, and, and bears more sons, right? We see here that she, she has two, two more sons and a daughter. Mm-hmm. Not at the same time, but over time. No. She has Issachar. Zebulun and Dinah, which is the only daughter that is mentioned in this text. Mm. Then God remembered Rachel. Verse 22, another another uh, example here. God remembered Rachel because she wasn't having children at the time. But Leah was pumping them out, apparently. Pumping them out. God remembered Leah, and she bore none other than Joseph himself. Joseph. Bum, bum, bum. Joseph. But yeah, verse and 22. And he came out the womb wearing his Technicolor dream coat. Yeah, I was my- <laughs> <laughs> That's where it came from. <laughs> God listened to her and opened her womb. Yes, God womb. listened. He op- and, and he opened. Here's the, the thing: what was he listening to? Prayer. Whoa, dude! Holy crap! Okay, that that was stupid. I should. <laughs> I was about to hit the air horn. <laughs> Prayer. Yes, she prayed to the Shocker. Lord. She was not having kids. And she prayed to the Lord that it's he would like, bless her. Yeah, and it's she, like there's she, something he to heard that. her and opened her womb. Ask anything in my name and you shall receive, the Lord Jesus Christ says. Yep. However, not for selfish reasons. Right. I was about to say. And you that's may, what it means when he says in my name. You may not get what you're asking for. That's what, he, that's what he says when he means in my name. When right. he says in my name, that's what he means. That in his in His glory and his purpose and his mm-hmm. his. Will Lord let your will be ask anything and what? it shall be given to you exactly yeah so reveal your cool. will not not my will right right I know what I want and obviously God blesses in a powerful way as Joseph is a key character in how God takes mm-hmm. care of His people yep throughout the rest of of um the the Old Testament here um so Jacob asks then to leave Laban. Asking for his wages. Like, dude, I've done my time. Yeah, I've, I've worked here for 14 years. Give me my wages. Let Let's me go. leave. It's time to With my back. two wives and my, um, I guess, four wives at this point, and my ton of children. And my, yeah. 11 sons whole, and one daughter thus far. Whole clan going on here. So he asks to leave, and Laban agrees um, to to let him go. And then and then Joseph, he you know, he says, what what are your wages going to be? And, and um, Jacob's like, okay, well, I will um, take... All of the blemished and striped and spotted sheep, basically not the best ones, not the best yeah. of the flock. You keep mm-hmm. the best of the flock. I'll take the blemished ones, um, and I'll be on my way. Well, Laban agrees to this, but then he kind of plays him again. Laban's a shady character. Laban is a shady character. So he's like, yeah, sure, that's cool. So he takes all the spotted and striped mm-hmm. and blemished ones and leaves. Yep. Basically saying, you know, you're not going to get anything. Take your wives and children mm-hmm. and go. Um, but Jacob... Is is a boss, so he he, he works his way around it, right? He takes the strongest and breed them as spotted and striped and blemished sheep. Now, um, you know, it talks about the sticks that he puts in the water and stuff like that. Yeah, but I don't starting I, in thirty seven. Yeah, what did you think about those sticks? 
Like, at I, first I read it, I'm like, okay, that's kind of weird. How does that work? And something I read said that the sticks, the commentary I read that said that the sticks and the actual breeding genetic makeup of the mm-hmm. the striped and blemished animals had nothing to do with each other. Mm. Interesting. But, like, when I read it, I kind of thought that they did. Well, what did you get out of it? You know what I mean? That he I set didn't... the sticks that he had peeled in front of the flocks in the troughs, that is the watering place from where the flocks came to drink, and since they bred when they came to drink, the flocks bred in front of the sticks, and so the flocks brought forth striped, speckled, and spotted. Because they bred in front of the sticks, to me, kind of seems like, you know. Yeah, I mean, I did. I the one note that I have is that um, let's see where did I run it? That basically, God, God here is has blessed Jacob's method of breeding. So whatever yeah. whatever scheme he's come right. up with to to get around the little trick that Laban pulled on him, right? Whether working, the sticks directly caused the genetic makeup or not, it's it's right. just God you yeah. God blessing mm-hmm. Jacob in in giving him these sheep, even though Laban played him. Right? Yeah, he he figured out a way where he he could get around all that. Right? And exactly. It, it worked out for him. Exactly, and that's pretty much it for yep. this chapter. That that's finishes up twenty nine and thirty. Um, Genesis. So we hope that was helpful for you guys. We hope you read it. Hope you're continuing um, to follow us through this yep. book. It's been a long journey, and stick with us. Um, we're over halfway through. We're getting there. We're, we're getting there. Just leave that on the floor. Um, so um, once again, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate your support. Um, please subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform, um, and connect with us on Facebook at Average Joe Theology. Average Joe. And we will see you next week.